and welcome back to Tea to Green with Jensen and Megan. Today, we are excited to be joined by Ashley Minnie, a junior at Arizona State University. Ashley is an Arizona native and had some impressive performances during her time as a Sun Devil. She's had 11 top 20s, two top 10s, and four top fives, including a fourth place finish in the national championship during her freshman year. During her last two seasons, she's averaged 73.17. Following her performance at Nationals her freshman year, she was named an Honorable All-American and is also a WGCA All-American Scholar. She's also a two-time winner of the Arizona Women's State Amateur Championship. Ashley, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Ashley, give us the rundown on how you got into golf. So, I started golf when I was five and so a little background was I was born I lived in Singapore for 10 years so I picked it up while I was living in Singapore and the reason because of that was my dad he would play golf chip balls in the backyard and my brother would join him and my brother actually started taking lessons and I kind of wanted to get into golf as well because I enjoy beating my brother in like everything so I got into golf, and then the rest is history. Singapore, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was a huge transition coming from, you know, Asia to here. And I think I was in the fourth grade when I started school here. So I did have a, a Singaporean accent and everything. Got made fun of a little bit in school, but it eventually went away, I guess. So what languages did you learn while over there? So English is the main language, but I took Chinese as my second language. That is so interesting. What a cool fact. Yeah. When's the last time, like, could you hold a conversation right now? You know, it's a bit rusty. I would say I'm very good at reading, writing, and listening, but talking and actually, like, trying to probably put the words in sentences is a little harder because I don't really practice too much I mean I do talk to my mom and my brother in Chinese but that's about it most of the time I'm speaking English so I mean I wish I could say I spoke two languages (laughs) anyways back to golf (laughs) what events did you play in growing up I played a lot of local events here in Arizona, and I played a lot of HHEAs and, like, U.S. kids. So I kind of was pretty well-seasoned, I'd say, growing up. All the girls that I played with when I was 10 are all playing college golf nowadays. So it's nice to, like, run into, you know, all my friends from when I was younger and um, get to see familiar faces out there. What was it like growing up playing golf in Arizona? I mean, the weather is hot, so golf year-round. Um, tournament every week, probably. Non-stop golf, but it was awesome. I would say, you know, it's a little different with, you know, being in the desert and just playing desert courses and, you know, getting that yardage, that rollout, dry heat. It's very different from playing like for example in the north or the east or even in the south when did the recruiting process start for you 
Um, I started when, well, it, mine started when I was in eighth grade. And I would say it's a little different compared to like, you know, the normal rules nowadays, because back then I don't think they had rules for middle schoolers. And now they have like a specific date of when you can talk to coaches and whatnot. But yeah, it started when I was in eighth grade, talking to a few uh, coaches, reaching out, you know, visiting campuses. So, yeah. What were you looking for in a college golf program? What I was looking for was mainly like a great facility location was main thing. It had to have good weather. Um, you know, the team had to get along really well, I would say. And the coaches, I had to really like them as well. So I ended up just staying and picking Arizona State because, you know, weather's great. Love the coaches. Facilities are awesome. And they have a really good program history. So, and I mean, it's also nice to stay decently close to home. I'm only an hour away. So it's enough room where I don't have to go home every week, but I can if I want to. When did you commit to Arizona State? I committed my sophomore year. It's a pretty good time. Gives you two years to dream of playing there. Yeah, exactly. I mean... I kind of felt at the time behind the ball with compared to everyone else because all my peers were, you know, committed since they were eighth grade or, you know, freshman year. And so I almost felt like pressured to commit sophomore year. Um, but I think it was for the better, you know, it kind of gave me something to like, you know, look forward to and like kind of watch the team and see what it's going to be like for me when I get in. So yeah, it also kind of gave me a sense of like, you know, home and I would be rooting for them when I watched them play. What has been your favorite part of being a student athlete at Arizona State? My f- most favorite part would probably be just the community and the support we get and uh, just meeting other athletes as well, like on the same journey, but in a different sport. So you kind of get to hear all different, you know, sides of, you know, what it's like to being a student athlete. Everyone has different practices. Everyone has different challenges or like everyone has different backgrounds. So it's kind of interesting to hear and, you know, make some really cool friends from, you know, all over the the world. And I got to ask about the practice facilities. I feel like they're always considered to be one of the top college golf facilities in the country. So what has it been like being able to practice out there? I mean, the bird is awesome. It's literally a house in the golf course and it's just for, you know, the current players and the team right now. I mean, we do get some pros coming in like the alumni, but it's awesome. Uh, We have like a kitchen, a gym, locker rooms, um, study room, track man room, anything you can literally think of in like a golf facility so it's pretty awesome and phil mickelson actually designed the short game area so we're really fortunate with that got so many different you know types of greens and different lies you can chip from and putt from so it's it's pretty cool i would say my game has gone way better since uh starting at arizona state 
What's the team's practice schedule and qualifying like during the season? The practice schedule and qualifying kind of depends on like where we're at, but usually at the beginning of the year we'll do like a three or four day qualifier at different golf courses. We'll do like 18 holes each day. Lowest scores, we'll get to play the first event. And then after that, we kind of just do it based off of like exemptions almost. So the, if you finish top 10 in the event that you played in, you automatically get exempted into the next event. But if you don't, then you most likely will have to qualify again. So then it's just like a rinse repeat process. And what, how many courses do you guys get to play? We get to play a lot. I mean, Arizona has a lot to offer with courses, I would say. Um, you know, there are different types for sure. Like, I think everyone thinks Arizona, okay, it's going to be straight desert. But there are surprisingly some courses like up north as well that we go play that will be like tree lined, have some lakes on it, you know, pine trees. It's actually tends to be a little colder up there too. So um, we get to play some really nice ones. We're really lucky. Um, yeah. And we get to play Greyhawk as well, even though it's not our home course. So that sounds like you guys get quite a variety of courses there. Do you notice a lot of big differences between, you know, when you're playing golf down in the Phoenix area compared to when you're going up north? I would say for sure. Um, you know, in Arizona, you don't, like in the desert at least, you don't get too much rough. Everything kind of rolls out a little bit. Uh, I would say conditions are made almost easier because, you know, it's kind of tough to grow grass down here, I would say. But at the same time, it you know, there's some challenging golf courses too, like tight, desert line golf courses you kind of learn to hit shots from like behind bushes or in bushes or you know from the desert and the dirt so it's kind of cool but it's very different you know compared to north because up there it's more you know keeping it in the fairway keeping it out of the trees you got a thicker rough to contend with different grasses so it's definitely different but being I think someone who's played a lot of junior golf like around the United States I wouldn't say it's too hard to transition when we're traveling and I have to ask about you know you being a part of a team that has won more national championships than anybody else I think you have us by one you guys have eight national championships what does that mean to you to be a part of a team that's been that successful I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, a, the program has been really successful, you know, and I'm just honored to be a part of it as well. And hopefully one of these years, either this year or next year, or maybe both, we'll try and get another one. But um, yeah, it's just kind of cool legacy to like look up to. We have the national championship um, trophies actually in the lobby of the birds so every time we walk in you can like look at them and then you know kind of like wow that's a cool goal to you know reach one day speaking of national championships during the last two years the national championship has been held at Greyhawk Golf Club in Arizona which your team has been the host of 
what has it been like competing in a natty on your home turf? I mean, it's pretty cool. I would say there's definitely pros and cons to it. Um, the pro would be, yeah, we're, you know, at home. We know the course pretty well. Um, and we get, like, you know, family and friends coming out to support. But the cons of it would be, like, you know, it doesn't feel like a tournament when we show up because we're not getting on a plane. We're not really um, leaving the state. We're just getting in a car and driving, like, 20 minutes. So, yeah. And um, it's pretty cool to get, you know, all the, my family coming out to watch us and support but at the same time, too, the course plays so different for the national championship than when it does for, like, just regular play. So I don't really know if it's too much of an advantage to play it throughout, you know, year long, even in the winter, because we get different grasses coming in. Um, I think it almost, like, trips us up a little bit, or at least me. It definitely you get thrown off of it because sometimes you get like bounces. You're like, whoa, I didn't know that, you know, that never happens. Or, oh, wow, the rough is, you know, in on this side. And you kind of notice like the small things out there. How does the team handle any expectations or pressure that comes with this? Um, I think we kind of just stay in our bubble during you know, the event and we just try and focus and, you know, like, remember, okay, we're playing a tournament. Um, you, you can't like, I mean, obviously there are expectations of playing well, but at the same time, you can only control what, you know, the present moment and, you know, freaking out about, okay, the future is not going to really, it's not going to help in the current situation. So just trying to stay focused and what's at hand and, Kind of take it day by day. How is the fan turnout and how does this impact the team's energy during the week? I would say the fan turnout's pretty good. I mean, the tournament is kind of like half on a weekday and half on the weekend. So we get quite a fair amount, I would say, on the weekends and then kind of dies out during the week. But it's still awesome. I mean, the energy is great. We... I have so many of my friends coming out. Um, I think some professors even come out to watch us and cheer us on. So it's pretty cool just to get that energy and, you know, that support. It definitely helps, I would say, with just, you know, confidence. And, like, if, you know, you get people clapping for you or cheering you on, it's great. I mean, you feel motivated, I would say. How often is the team able to see the course outside of that event particularly? I mean, honestly, everyone thinks we practice there like every week, but we don't. I would say we go like maybe once every two to three months. So it's not like that often because, you know, we're like any other team. We're playing playing in tournaments around the country. We're prepping for that or, you know, we have you know qualifying or we have something else going on. So it's not like we're having a practice session every week. But I think we also do have that restriction a month prior, just like everyone else, where we can't go on the course at all. We can't even set foot on Greyhawk. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we do know the course pretty well, but I think everyone kind of overplays that situation a little bit. 
I do hear a lot of, especially, yeah, I mean, d during the tournament, I heard a lot of, like, people, like, making side remarks, like, oh, she probably hit that putt, like, a hundred times, and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not really fair to say, I would say, so. I'm glad that clears the air a little bit. I mean, it's so easy to think that. I mean, I've probably had that thought once or twice in my head before, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, Papago's technically our home course, you know, everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's okay. I mean, you got to deal with that. and You're going to get that anytime in the future. And, you know, it's not that big compared to what some other people have to deal with on the daily. I mean, imagine what some of the pros have to deal with you know just playing sometimes so going off of that is there any local knowledge that has been useful to your team I mean I can't share all the secrets but <laughs> I mean it's pretty common knowledge that you know everything's supposed to break away from the mountains I think everything's supposed to break away from Pinnacle Peak and like down towards the airport. So I guess that's pretty, that's a tip for anyone out there. May you enjoy the look. <laughs> yeah, I actually got my yardage book right here with me. So I'm just taking all these notes. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. You also won the Arizona State Amateur in 2020 and 2021 at Greyhawk. What was working well for you with those wins? Did you notice any differences between what was going on during your first win versus your second one? Well, so I played, I did play Greyhawk, but I played the Talon course. So it wasn't the Raptor course. It was on the other side. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a little different. You know, everything kind of worked out a little differently. I think for the first event, I was leading after the second day. And then the second event, I was behind after the second day. And then I came from behind on the last day to win. So, I mean, two different experiences for sure. Two different years. I would say two different mindsets. Um, being, I don't know coming straight from high school and going to college and having have not yet have like a lot of experience with I don't know working out and you know all this recovery stuff and just more knowledge about golf and TPI it's it has been you know a journey it's been very different I would say hard to compare and this year, you also finished runner-up. What was your mindset trying to defend your title? I mean, I'm sure there was probably a lot of pressure trying to kind of manage all the expectations. Yeah, I mean, yes, there was a little pressure. But at the same time, it was fun. I had fun. And I think that's what counts the most. Uh, it was... I don't know. I like playing those events because, you know, all the people who run it, they're amazing. They're so nice. They're kind. Um, the girls that I play with, they're awesome. And I just, it's a good tournament for me to kind of get back into the flow of, you know, playing tournaments, you know, coming off of summer, not really doing that after, you know, a nice break because the season, the college golf season is pretty hectic and you kind of like, you kind of just want to take a break sometimes and just, put it all down a little bit and 
enjoy life. Going off that comment about about all the volunteers and all the people and the tournament directors, it's one of my favorite things that you go back to saying tournaments, one being TPC Myrtle Beach to Dustin Johnson World Junior. That is one of my all-time favorite tournaments just because of the staff that runs it, the tournament director, you know, Ryan, Jeff. You create friendships, and it's so fun to go back every year just to see those people, whether they're giving you crap or they remember you from anywhere. And, and I think those relationships are so important and makes golf so much more fun. Exactly. I mean, I think golf is so much more than just a game. I know everyone says that and like, it's hard to put it into like, you know, it's hard to actually feel it unless you're actually doing it. Like you get to meet so many cool people. I mean, I got to meet both of you guys as well through golf and I probably would have never met you guys if I didn't play golf. Like you're from South Carolina. Like I live in Arizona. What are the odds? Right. So um it's just it's a cool game and you build some really cool relationships that you never thought you would and you know you meet so many people make so many connections it's it's awesome yeah how do you think amateur events compared to junior golf and college golf as well oh man um I mean, average event events are a little different because you kind of have like, you know, older ladies playing too. So it's kind of fun to, you know, talk to them and meet them and see like their history and you get to play some really nice people. Uh, junior events are, I would say, different for sure. I felt when I came to college, it felt almost like everyone was friendlier to me. Everyone was nicer. I feel like there's, you know less pressure from the parents so the the girls talk more I think and they're they're more like open to I don't know conversations sometimes like you know junior golf you kind of get some of those groups that don't really talk too much um but yeah I don't know it's like a different mindset and a lot of like they know that life is bigger than golf and you like you can make friendships and through golf and it's not like life or death if I play bad or I make a double on a hole you know you can still talk after that <laughs> so I mean it definitely is hard in the moment but you get over it pretty quick yeah I definitely feel like especially by this point we've all played so many golf tournaments that we realize that at the end of the day like you get a couple more years down the road, you're not even really remember what you did in that one event. Um, I think that's been a big eye opener for me since I've gotten to college. Cause like you play around, you move on, you go figure out how to pass your class and you start over the next day. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I think I'm more stressed about classes sometimes than I am about, you know, my golf. Like, I mean, it's not, we all know how to play golf. That's the reason why we're being recruited. So, I mean, stressing about one bad round or one bad hole, it's, you know, it's not really worth it. So, because there's always another one right after. And there's always a chance to, maybe you'll win this next week. Who knows? That's just golf. You had a very successful freshman campaign, ending it with an All-American honorable mention. How did you find balance between golf and school, especially during your first year? So my freshman year was kind of interesting because of COVID. 
so we didn't have a fall season so it felt like I don't know I was almost homeschooled at a certain point um I basically spent like all day at the golf course in the fall because I could and everything was like online and so I would even do my classes like online at the bird um reflecting back on it now it probably wasn't too good with you know balance and everything and maybe I did almost burn myself out a little bit um but I think at the moment it was fun I enjoyed spending time with all the other my teammates and stuff because everyone would be there and we'd just like do games and chip and you know competitions all the time but I mean finding balance now would be maybe doing my laundry or cooking or you know hanging out with my friends or doing something fun you know just maybe spending what like practice time focusing completely maybe two or three hours depending on like whatever we have scheduled focusing completely on golf you know definitely enjoy my time there and then coming home and just you know forgetting about it and living my life and enjoying enjoying you know my time in college because it's only four years and that's you know you either turn pro or get a job and no more school <laughs> I think that's a great perspective is a lot of people do get caught up in you know all the work and all they want to do is play college golf and you know just play the sport they love but at the end of the day you are representing a school and it's not just golf it, student comes before athlete and student athlete and you know mm-hmm. as soon as you leave the golf course you're a student, you know, you aren't thinking about golf, you know, when you're at the golf course, you're full on, you know, I'm committed to golf, you know, I'm not worried about the assignments I have to do. And it's just so easy to get caught up by going to the golf course, you know, being stressed about this test you have coming up and then, you know, losing track of your practice because you can't focus. And I think that's a great perspective. You know, you do only have four years. A lot of people are going to regret not living those four years to the best of their ability. Exactly. It's such a cool opportunity to do this too. I mean, it it teaches you early in life, I think, how to balance, you know, things you want to do and, you know, stress and organize and be, I don't know, learn how to time manage as well. You need to be able to focus on one thing in the moment and then transition and focus on another because you can't be multitasking all the time because you're just going to be so burnt out by the end of the day that you probably wouldn't want to do either. Was there any advice you were given during your transition that helped? Um, I would say find balance. Definitely find balance in your life. Learn to not have too much fun, but not grind too hard either. Because you're going to, you're going to have four years. So you kind of want to go for like, the longevity of it and you know find a happy balance enjoy it work on your game but have fun at the same time did you find being closer to home beneficial during your time in college I mean yes definitely my parents are older too so I think staying closer to home was a good option for me as well um but I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't, I on it like, this is so bad, but I, I honestly, 
it I the longest I went for not going home was probably like five months maybe six and my parents were like kind of mad at me for a while because I didn't go home but at the same time it was like it's a long drive and if I'm not going to be spending like the whole day back there and it really wasn't worth it I thought in my eyes because it's like I drive one hour there and I spend 30 minutes and then I drive one hour back and it's like two hours of my day gone. So, but yeah, I think being, you know, local and having a car, being able to drive around, it's nice. It, and I like, I know the, the area pretty well. I know a lot of like people who work at the golf courses. Um, so yeah, it's convenient. What did you learn the most about yourself and your game during your first year? You know, hard work does pay off. My game, I I think I would say my short game would probably is probably my my strongest part of my game, especially chipping. And I actually grew to love chipping so much after just you know practicing and playing chipping games with my teammates. It actually turned into one of my the strongest parts of my game. But yeah, I think that's about it just learning to find the balance between practicing and playing because when I was growing up playing junior golf all I did was play and I honestly never spent any time just working on technique but then freshman year came I all I did was work on technique and then I realized oh wait I need to like start including playing more so then I I I learned and I figured out like a good balance that worked for me What is the most important thing you've learned from playing college golf this far? I think learning how to take the pressure, um, you know, because you have the pressure when you're playing on a team to perform well, because you want to make the, the, you know, the next week you want to, you want to play in the top five the next week as well, but then you want to do good for yourself and you want to do good for the team. And then you kind of have, you know, like the coaches want you to do good. So it's like learning, to handle the pressure of, you know, playing and just learning to be in that position and thriving in that position as well, I would say. If there was one piece of advice you would give yourself upon entering college, what would it be? It would be probably take it easy, have fun. Don't stress about your future too much. I know a lot of people come into college, you know, thinking, oh, I need to do something big. I want to turn pro after or like, oh, wait, I don't want to turn pro or maybe I do, but I want to try and figure out what, you know, my career is going to be after or my, what's my future going to be like, just enjoy the moment. I mean, yes, you should be thinking about those things, but don't stress about that because I was definitely stressing about it the last, you know, year. And I think life works out and you'll figure it out along the way. You can do so many things in your life. People can, you can turn pro and then go get a job after, or you can get a job and then turn pro after. I mean, life is long, so you can do many things in your, in your life. 
Ashley, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Tea to Green with Jensen and Megan.